Welcome back to episode six of the Property Podcast. My name is Anya McLaughlin. I'm Max Barrett. I'm David Sweeney of PropertySolicitors.ie. Uh, this is episode six, and here we're going to be focusing on mortgage yes. and demonstrability of what is it called Max? and it has multiple names that i'm now figuring out now that i'm a broker yeah. so i call it demonstrated repayment ability okay. other banks will call it repayment capacity yeah um but anyway basically what it means folks is that if you're coming to a bank for a mortgage you have to have six months demonstrated repayment ability of the mortgage repayment so does that mean this is how much money you can pay back Yes. So I'll put it in very simple terms. So if you come to me, you're looking to borrow 250,000 and I say, Anya, that's going to cost you 1500 euros every month. I'm going to be looking over your bank statements over the preceding six months to see, can I see that 1500 euros, maybe 16 or 17 with a stress test, that it's coming out of your bank account every month comfortably with no signs of financial stress. Yeah. It can often be, and I'm not joking, probably 90% of cases that will get a decline is probably because we haven't proven demonstrated repayment ability good enough. But then how does that work if you say to somebody, oh, you can borrow four times <coughs> your salary? So say, just make the figures easy. Say I'm on 50,000 euro and like you, the bank will say I can borrow 200,000 euro. Yep. And then you do a test of demonstrability of repayment yeah and then you say you can't afford it absolutely so how does that work yeah and it's unfortunately it's one of it's one of the many assessments that's done yeah. on an application but as i say it's it's often the one that people will fail fail um so we can find it in a multiple of ways to be totally honest right so people that are coming to a bank looking to buy a property predominantly are living in rental accommodation rent is a, a forms a part of demonstrated repayment ability if it's coming out of your bank account. So often we come across people that are living in a house share, they're paying their cash. proportion of rent in cash and we're like, I can't see mm. it folks. Does It's like it doesn't exist on your bank statements. So if you're in that position, you need to set up either just a transfer, banking 365 transfer and reference it as rent or a standing order direct debit. With that one, because if it's a group of three and or four, lots of people are sharing rental accommodation, uh, always the bank uh, transfer comes from one account. Yeah. But the other tenants just need to set up a standing order into whoever is account that is paying the standing order. Exactly. And will that that'll identify that, that they're showing the amount? Exactly. Um, because sometimes some people aren't aware of that Um, and is a difference if they're doing it just sporadically or does it have to be a direct debit every month on the same date so ideally the same date because it shows consecutive payment Um, standing order can be a good way of doing it a direct debit can be a good way of doing it if you're doing it manually then obviously the date can slip by one or two or three days that's not a big deal but if it's missing a couple of weeks every month then over the course of 52 weeks, you've probably missed maybe two or three months. So keep it consistent. And I suppose our point of view is, is that we're going looking at your bank statement. So it's like a job interview, present the best version of yourself and make it easy for us to find. There is other ways of finding demonstrated repayment ability. If we have the case where rent is cash, we can't see it. It's like it doesn't exist. We're going looking for other, other means of demonstrated repayment ability. Obviously, people will be trying to save for their deposit. Okay, so that's an easy um, demonstration of repayment ability because we can see a direct debit going into a savings account, maybe two, three, four, five, one thousand two hundred um, every every month. That's easy. We can see it. But there is no point throwing out a thousand euros out of your current account every month, putting it into a savings account, and taking five hundred euros out at the end of the month okay. because that's just robbing Peter to pay Paul. So again, we're not going to be able to take that. It's not consistent. 
Okay. I, oh. <laughs> I'm thinking back. And what if then if you uh, fail that test? Is that fatal? Can you recover yeah. it? No. Well, yes, you can. Yeah. You can, of course, absolutely. Yeah. And we'll work with you. We'll give you the, the, the pointers to make sure that it's okay, right for the so next application. But you're waiting. financially yeah. and then maybe three or six months down the line you absolutely, go again? Absolutely, okay. 100%. So right. everything, like, I suppose the biggest thing is is that we're only looking back over the preceding six months. Yeah. Right, okay, so... If it's not right today, we'll work together to get it right. But there's other parts as well that we can take that sometimes isn't clearly evident on the bank statements. And then when we delve down a little bit deeper and we'll say we're finding it difficult to find demonstrated repayment ability, there is other areas we can look at. So some clients will get a 12 month annual bonus, gets paid in a January or February every year. If that's sitting inside in a savings account and it hasn't decreased since the the, uh, payslip was issued, that your lifestyle hasn't dictated that you needed that to kind of fund yourself. That's yeah. savings. Okay. So we can catch that bonus, oh, yeah. divide it by 12, and there yeah, you yeah. go. That's your monthly demonstrated repayment ability. Okay. Often I get people who, who say they've gone online, they've gone into the calculator, and the calculator has said they're going to get 300,000. And I say, look, that's not an official you know, yep. letter of offer. So, for example, if somebody hasn't, um, they, they have, let's say, a chunk of money that maybe they inherited, but they've never had any... Uh, loans in the past so that you know I suppose they have the they have the savings they have let's say a deposit amount from something that they you know that they, they inherited yeah um, if they're going for a mortgage based on that information is is that a, a strong or a weak uh, it's a weak application because they have no proven repayment capacity so if they're not renting and they're getting paid at the end of every month and their lifestyles are using their income monthly and there's nothing left over in any account they're saying to me that you can't actually afford a mortgage, regardless if their loan to income dictates that they can borrow half a million. And unfortunately, we see this, you know, the higher earner actually can often be the person that has the lowest demonstration. Absolutely. 100 percent more. But you're spending more. You're spending more. Absolutely. So often they can be the most challenging applications. The other two things that we can take, folks, is we can take a term loan that's not going to reoccur. So let's say someone is getting married and they borrowed 10,000 to pay for their wedding. That's a once in a lifetime thing, we hope. Right. But it shouldn't reoccur. Right. So if that loan has been paid off, then that's further demonstrated repayment ability. The other thing we can take is if we're really, really tight and sometimes this it comes down to the wire where we're really searching for demonstrated repayment ability. If someone is paying vast amount of money every month into their their pension, so their AVCs, so their own contribution, okay. we can take 50% of that because that's something that can be stopped. It's discretionary. It's discretionary, yeah. exactly. But we have to, because it's tax efficient, yes. we can only take okay, half, it, right, yeah. okay, so, but we'd only go there if we really, yeah. really need to, you know what I mean? Banks will take it, but they're not yeah. loving it. Um, so there is ways, but I suppose if you're if time is on your side um it's worth before you even think about going for a mortgage is to look at your bank statements over the last six months <coughs> and see is it there and is it easily seen by the the advisor and just in relation to lots of people have been living overseas and they return home to ireland mm-hmm. and their plan is to you know they maybe have um saved up quite a bit of 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 money to to purchase a property and but they have to apply for a mortgage yeah. in that situation how long do they need to have their bank statements or what's 
what's the situation when someone's returning from abroad? Yeah, so, and that's a very good question because we're seeing a lot of that at the moment with expat mortgages coming in, right? Um, so what we can do, Anya, in that stage is that we can, if their salaries are what they were when they were abroad, right, okay, we would expect that they'd have the same financial stability that they had when they were they were living abroad. So if they're not paying rent, again, in Ireland, we can, we can look to see what their savings were when they were abroad. So if they have a savings account, we'll say in the UK or Australia, and salaries and so on and so forth is going to be the same. We can use their their foreign bank accounts to prove demonstrated repayment ability. And what we're coming across actually is that some people are getting paid into an Irish bank account and they're transferring money back to, to let's say their UK account or you know a French account or whatever it is. That is demonstrated repayment ability once we can prove the foreign bank account. So there's lots of avenues. I suppose the first thing we always go for when we're assessing, yeah. obviously, customers will nearly know what they can borrow yeah. because it's sure. four times income, right? Yeah. Okay. But uh, the first thing we'll always go for, are you renting? Is it coming out of your bank account? Are you saving? Is it staying in the bank account? Um, just uh, you said earlier about um, you, you would have a look through their bank statements. What's yeah. in a bank statement? It's a red flag. Not a whole pile, not a whole pile. Um, so what we're looking at, I suppose, is that it's it's operating inside the terms and conditions of the, the bank account. So if there's an overdraft facility, that that's yeah. you know, returning to, to credit on a monthly basis. Um, if there's, I suppose, loans that, you know, the direct debit is coming out, we're looking to see what impact that will have on the application. Does it matter what type of loan? Car loan, personal loan? Do you not look really. at that? Is it just determined the amount of repayment? We do. It's, it end? it's the monthly repayment, actually, and the yeah. what effect that has on the net disposable income every month. Um, um, you know, gambling comes up time and time again um, and any monthly subscriptions um, th- that are, are, are frequent. I suppose what we're looking at there is that it's not on a monthly basis looking like a financial commitment. Okay. So like the odd flutter and the national lottery or the yeah. odd flutter and the grand national, no problem. Sure. But if you're gambling every week and yeah. it's, let's say, over 20, 30, 40, 50, 200 euros, okay. that's a financial commitment. Okay. And that's actually taken in and assessed as a loan. Um, if you're operating inside your overdraft all the time okay, and yeah. it's not returning to credit, then yeah. that's actually indicating that there's financial potential financial stress. What what um, term or days in a month or over a year do you want someone in their overdraft and out of their overdraft? It should only be a one one or two day. So like so you nearly put just it down. temporary out. That's all quite it quickly. is. Okay. Technically, you shouldn't be in it at all. Yeah. You know what I mean by that. From yeah. a from an over, from a bank's perspective, you shouldn't require an overdraft facility. Yeah. Um, but if it is returning to credit on the day after pay, you know what I mean. Yeah. Then that's fine. That's just a timing can, issue. Can I ask you a question? Then kind of comes out from that is that if because we're kind of mostly talking about PAYE workers. Now, yeah. obviously, you deal a lot with <coughs> contractor workers and that yeah. type of business. But someone who has their own business, that's a sole trader, and you look at the business accounts, like yeah. what effect does that? Because you, I'd have, say, my current account for my personal, yeah. and then you have your business accounts. Yeah. How, what's the crossover there? What are you looking at there? So we review it all, I suppose, is, is, is the short answer in that. So we're, we're taking six months business current account statements, six months personal current account yeah. statements, and we're just making sure that they're operating again and that there is funds available okay. in, in both accounts to, as I say, so pay, you're looking the, at pay the board accounts are all liquid and there's no pressure exactly. there. And they're, they're exactly. Or, yeah, exactly. Okay. And sometimes we'll see on a business current account that it does operate inside the, the overdraft, you know, yeah. from, from a cash flow perspective. Yeah. And we'd see this specifically, I suppose, from the farming industry, because obviously there's sure, peaks yeah. and troughs. In, in, in Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. But once we can explain the why... Yeah, it shouldn't cause an issue. Um, some banks, if you're operating inside um, your overdraft all the time, they'll actually term that out over a 12 month period and assess it as a financial commitment. So that's okay. worth bearing in mind yeah, because yeah. it could have a negative. Not all banks, but some banks yeah. do. Um, 
but that's where we're there you know what I mean we're, we're here to, to guide you and, and take you through the process brilliant Max thanks very much uh, thanks I now know what demonstrated <laughs> repayment ability is there you go now thank you I've been David Sweeney of propertysolicitors.ie Mags Barrett from Mortgage Navigators and Anya McLaughlin of AML Property Services in Cork. 